Hello everyone, welcome back to Baby Millennials, episode 3, otherwise known as Conspiracy Cuties. Yeah, <laughs> season season 2, episode 3, I guess you could call it. Um, thank you for tuning in to our episode last week. We, uh, we, we dove into some topics that uh, we feel are very important for you guys to learn about. Yeah, I don't know if we necessarily dove into them, but we gave, we gave a widespread some some breadcrumbs that we can we can go find yeah, the bread yeah, on yeah. later. I guess you could say a couple uh, crumb trails, which we will end up diving into. Um, we had some good feedback that people like to hear about this stuff, and you know nobody wants to do the research for themselves because that puts a target on your back. So, right, and, you and don't worry, we're the experts, so yeah. everything we say you can trust. Right, and and we're not afraid to have a target on our back. So which we are. I mean, we already do. do. You know. Not only is the government coming after us, but our our podcast competitors are coming after us. Yeah. I mean, it's if you want to get places in life, you gotta always have a target on your back. It right. really really takes you to the next level. Yeah. I think just like uh, just like Lee Harvey Oswald, we now have CIA informants that we can call if we ever feel like we're in danger. Yeah, we do so. CIA, FBI. Yep. Um, yeah. Some of which are are my customers at work, actually. Yeah. You you don't they're among you, and you don't know <laughs> it. Your neighbor could be a CIA I mean, agent. Yeah. Could be. A sleeper cell agent of MK Ultra. Let know. alone, I mean, all the information they probably have on me now, and then plus this podcast. I mean, it's it's yeah. a matter of time before uh, something happens. And I'm going to say it right now: if me and Justin die, we did not kill ourselves. Right? Yeah, absolutely not. We are we are completely mentally healthy. We're headstrong. We have each other to lean on. So exactly, one of us winds up dead. It was not an accident. Yes. Clip this. Clip it. Folks, Clip please. it. Please play it. Play it in the courtroom. Put it on Twitch. Put it on. Put it in the courtrooms. We're sending this over to our lawyers afterwards. So <laughs> they know. Um, before we dive into the uh, conspiracy of the day, social hour of, of the yeah. Um, you know, one thing that's been bothering lately, and I've been wondering. I haven't talked to anyone else about this. Do your do your balls ever just randomly hurt? Like just sitting there. Yeah. A couple days ago, I like started noticing at work like my left ball was just it's been like really sore for a couple of days and i don't know why mm. uh is that normal or i mean i don't think it happens to me i think it's it's probably all of the uh the aggressive gay sex you're having though just pounding your nuts against no that's more that's mainly just all like the you know my my dick gets really rashy and, mm. and dried out and okay. i mean i think that's i mean my oh. balls are i don't know what that's from i can't say that i have that i'll, I'll get it where i've went if i if i don't move very often i'm wearing like boxers or something or, or briefs my legs will start to hurt from the compression but really I don't think that that's that's I usually know when that is it's when they get bunched up or something cut off circulation in my thighs or hmm. but no nothing nothing wrong with the balls wow I don't know what's happening to me I might yeah. have to get that checked out going for your yearly physical dude I haven't had a physical and I think we talked about this when yeah I think I, it was with Sonia yeah I haven't had a physical since I think seventh grade football <laughs> what about eighth grade football no, you're you supposed to get, get them every year. Yeah, you're supposed to get medical no, I got every one, year before I, you play. I got one one time. How'd they let you play? You're like two out there. Dude, Just they couldn't They couldn't afford to not hand, have me hand play. Hand-waving you out there. Yeah, I was like two out there. Yeah. Just stumbling around. Just in, inflamed balls just out there. That's probably why you were so good is because you had extra testosterone being produced. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why my balls hurt. It. It's extra testosterone yeah, flowing through out. Well, I mean... Maybe it's the the shrinking process from the the roids from the trend. Oh, that too. I actually did. I 
was looking online about legal steroids. I was thinking about maybe, I don't know, maybe next summer get ready for beach season. Yeah, I mean, would you? At this point, we've got nothing to lose. We Honestly, play sports anymore? Yeah, why not? Doesn't seem like a bad idea. I feel like it's only positive, right? Yeah, there's no side effects that they found so far. None at all. Good. No, just I mean, I, I guess your dick shrinks, but whatever. I mean, Does that really much matter smaller. at this point? Yeah. So, <laughs> I have a uh, I have a would you rather for you. Would Would you rather? Uh, okay, hit me with it. I thought of one while you were while you were talking there. Oh, oh really? would you? Ra- yeah, would you rather have the FBI? Oh, okay, hold on. Okay, okay. You we'll, go. We'll, you go I'll with go yours first. first. Well, I'll forget mine, if, so I got to remember it now. Locking it in. Or do you want to go first? If if I don't say it now, it's no. Gonna be, just it's say it. Okay. Just say okay it, would say you rather it. have the FBI disclose your search history? And I don't know what the other one was. That was just my one. Or what? I don't know. Kill you? I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the other one would. What else would it be? Just how bad is your search history? What What would you What would you do to not have your search history released by the? FBI? Well, I don't have search history because I clear it every time. Okay, but they have it. I mean, you know the drill: settings, Safari, private mode. Private browsing. Uh, sometimes I don't even do private mode. No. I live on the edge. Sure. Clear search history and website data. Close tabs. All good. We've all been there. You know what I'm talking about, you sick freaks. Chrome incognito. Chrome? Incognito. What? I don't do it on... I don't have any Apple products to... Your phone. Oh, I don't use Safari. Well, actually, I am using Safari again now. Just got back on the Safari train. You don't. Uh, you don't use your phone? I do use my phone now to look up conspiracy theories someone told me once in high school that that your phone is the safest uh thing to search stuff on and because they were in high school you had to believe them yeah well i believe everything i hear it's like i mean high school is basically a wikipedia article it's just the the highest level of truth i mean that's a lot of facts being checked all the time yeah that's true um here's so here's my would you rather would you rather live forever or die right now? Uh, live forever. Really? Yeah. I don't, yeah. That doesn't scare you? No. I could do so much. I don't think I'd Living ever, forever would complete you. Like, oh like, my God, dude. I could never live forever. Like immor- immortality? Like I literally can't die? Or I just. There's no, you nothing can't, natural. You can't die. Naturally, there's nothing that's going to kill me. We're, we don't want to get into the weeds as far as the technicalities. Yeah. Cause like, because, I mean, I would want to go to space. I would want to, you know go to the bottom of the ocean. You could do so much as an immortal being. Living like, forever doesn't scare you? No. I think it'd be cool. We'd make so much money. I'd literally be able to do whatever I wanted. It doesn't matter how long it takes me to make all my money. Yeah, I but you're die. stuck forever. So? Life has no meaning at that point. It does have meaning. I can do whatever I want. I think I think for things to have meaning, there has to be an end. Mm. I disagree. Really? I think you can just... I would, yeah, I'd, I'd take it 100%. Would you take, would you rather die right now than, than live think forever? So. Being trapped here on earth forever scares me. Mm. See, what would what would really be bad is that you live forever, so eventually you would experience the heat death of the of the world, and therefore then you'd be the only living thing. You'd just be floating and in space. And that's when, that's when it would be bad, because then you're just floating in space. But at that point, then it's like, yeah. When you really think about it, we are we're already kind of just floating in space in nothingness. We Everything really that we engage in is really just created on our own terms. Yeah, right? isn't, but, it, isn't it wild that you're born and there's a predetermined plan of what you have to do? Like yeah. you have to go to school, you have to get a job, 
You then you have don't to. have to. The thing that well, that's the thing with our society is that you don't have to do those things. You have a choice: either do those things or die. Because if you don't go to school, you don't get a job. You'll be homeless and. Yeah, I mean, like, what what are you supposed to do if you're like, ah, you know, I'm not really feeling the nine to five. Well, I don't really want to do that. I, I think a lot different. of people with that with that mentality end up doing like th- working for themselves and doing stuff. You, but but you but you still have to work. For, like, what if I just I was like, ah, you know what? I would rather just go see the entire world, and that's kind of what I want to do. You could, I just want I just want to do that. I think you could probably do it without any money, without ever working at all. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want, that's not the life for me. I just want to You could go. scrape by and beg for stuff, I guess, and somehow get from point A to point B. Do you think your, your level of attractiveness would assist you in that? I could. I'm sure there's some um, females that would or enjoy guys. my company. Yeah. I mean. Depends how, how bad it gets, how bad I need money. Yeah. What if you're just like, you know what? I would really just want to go backpack Europe. Yeah. I don't really want to go to work anymore. You could. Which. Sounds kind but of I don't. Like, but go but experience Africa. Yeah, I, that's that's fair, and I think there are people that do that. But after a while, you wouldn't feel fulfilled. It wouldn't be fulfilled. I mean, you have to. You have to be working for something, working towards something to feel fulfilled. I think you have to have pur- purpose. You're such a capitalistic mindset. Just no, 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 no. Grind. No, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be working a job for a corporation or anything. But you have to be do. You have to be working towards something and doing something do whether something it's something every day to better yourself tomorrow it sounds cliche but when you really break it down if you unless you're doing that kind of stuff there's like no point and you're gonna be unhappy at the end of the day don't you think yeah i, I mean I, I i'm i'm mostly playing devil's advocate here i i think that there's some rewarding rewarding items from accomplishing things every day whether that's in a career or life like definitely having um a job that you complete tasks is rewarding to your mental health to know that you're yeah. you're serving a purpose at some yeah. point you know you're not just and that's nothing. that's that's on a small level but even even thinking bigger than that those small tasks that you were doing every day are are working towards whatever your next goal is whether it's yeah, I mean, I mean, it could be, I don't right. know what it is, but as, as kind of a running theme of this season of the podcast is everybody's working for that next, that next high. Yeah. So whether that's you chasing know, the drag right now, grinding it out at work to make enough money to eventually buy a lake home, and retire at 40 and just live out your best life of doing whatever you want to do. Yeah. For some people that's enough. Um, but I think even those people, unless they have a purpose beyond that or if they have their own hobbies and things they're working towards or even a family then it's uh, it's pointless uh, all of life i've really come to this conclusion that all of life and everything you work towards is really pointless unless you have people to share it with yeah if you're doing things on your own forever you'll never i don't think you'll ever be happy like yeah i mean but I, at the same time though i think that that's just our mindset i bet there's people out there that just like really enjoy the solidarity of experiencing things alone with their own thoughts and no one else to cloud their their you don't have any negative or positive things you just get to experience things completely by yourself with your own perspective like you do anything and then you look up on the internet like oh i did this really fun thing you look it up and see if there's other people there's going to be 50 percent of people that are like yeah i also really enjoyed that yeah but at that point they're like that was the stupidest thing ever i can't believe people like that and you're like well shit did i really like that at that point 
Well, at that point, if you're engaging with people on the internet, I don't. I would argue in today's society, you're not really alone anymore. If you're actively on the internet, sharing what you're doing, and well, that's what I'm seeing saying. what other people are doing. That's what I'm saying. Like if you're if you're someone that just does it seldom and and is just experiencing all these things alone, you don't have anyone ever to to tell you whether or not it's good or bad. So you're just making your own decisions as whether or not you enjoy things. True. Um, something that I saw i think where did i see it on twitter some tweet thread i saw was that in today's society especially with social media people are um this the stages of success in life are becoming increasingly blurred because we're constantly comparing ourselves to others where we see people online that are are rich and successful when they're young or we see people or if you're someone that's young you see people that are rich and successful in their you know 30s or 40s that have put in the work and as someone in their 20s you you want that success immediately because that's what you constantly see on the internet and social media and then you feel down on yourself because you're not at that point in your life without without realizing that there's steps to get there right right Nobody, nobody posts the grind Nobody posts the grind. People only post their successes. Right. And, and a lot of people um, see that and I think kind of get trapped in that mindset that they have to be successful now. And then they're ultimately unhappy with, with where they are in life um, because they can't they can't grasp the bigger picture and, and see how they can take steps to get there. They just want yeah. instant gratification and they want instant success now. Yeah, I think, uh, I think it's important to take the step back and realize that it's... N- it's it's not the destination it's not the destiny it isn't yeah it's the journey right and even as cliche as that sounds like you're gonna have your minor experiences and your fun during your grind that Mm -hmm. you're gonna you're gonna look back and be like wow that that portion was fun when you took the the night out on a saturday or something yeah just a seeming a mediocre you know night or whatever it is right I think that to, uh, to whatever, to... ultimately, I think you're going to get to your pinnacle and your peak and you're going to then look back and be like, I wish I would have enjoyed well, the shit. Now that whole portion is gone and yeah. I was solely focused on this one thing I wanted to do and now I've yeah. done it. You, I, I bet people feel a sense of like overwhelming, like, okay, now what? Just lost. Right. Like, what right. do I do now? When you find, like, let's say you're, all you want to do is buy a surfboat and you want to, and okay, when, when you buy that, then what? What's next? Yeah. Do you have a plan? Did you ever think yeah. you were going to attain that goal? Yeah. Did you even enjoy the fact that you missed all of your 20s by making all this money to try to do that one thing? Mm-hmm. So interesting yeah, stuff. I, I think it really, enjoying the journey is really important. And that's one thing I think I've noticed in my own life is that when I've been, working towards things um and maybe been at a, a place in my life where it's i know it's not where i want to be i get kind of just tunnel vision and laser focused on all right well the, here's the next steps and i never never stop to smell the roses but then once i get to where i wanted to be i look back and, and i think back, oh that was fun like looking back it seemed enjoyable but why in the moment did it not seem that enjoyable or why didn't i take yeah. the time to enjoy it well there, i mean there's so many of those like those tiktoks or whatever it is it's like you know, you see the people in that that quote. It's like, why didn't I wish someone would have told me these were the good old days before I was out of the good old days? You yeah, know? like that yeah. kind of thing. Like you never know what point in your life you're gonna look back and realize that what you're in right now mm-hmm. is the good old days. Like, yeah. And, and it's also important to know that you don't ever have to have the good old days. You can, you are the reason that they're good days anyways. So might as well yeah. make them all. Yeah, you know? that's true. 
just um, some philosophical knowledge drops on you you know so go get that tattoo yeah brand, brand your leg you know go out on a saturday night enjoy your friends um one thing too, Drake I was said thinking, it best one thing too i was thinking about kind of on the same topic was that um whenever i get nostalgic or when people get nostalgic in general when you look back on your past it always seems such like oh that those times were so great whatever um, but then other people will say, no, you're just looking back on it with rose-colored glasses. It wasn't that great. But maybe that's the thing is that the present is is always that great, but you don't ha- you don't have the capacity to appreciate it until you're removed from it. Yeah. Do you think that – what do you think is more impressionable looking back on things? Good experiences that you had? What's more memorable? Good experiences you had and, and good feelings or bad experiences you had and bad feelings? Do you look back at the past and remember – bad memories or do you look back at the past and remember good memories i think i'm for the most part remembering good memories and it really mm-hmm. takes me like when i think about like oh what were you doing in high school around this time it's like well fuck i was doing this fun thing this fun thing i'm not a person that goes back and thinks well fuck like in high school i was like grinding out schoolwork. i was like doing all this shit i was stressed about college and getting into mm-hmm. schools i don't think about that yeah like, you that, don't think that all that happened stuff. and it i happened, definitely right? had that shit and there was bad times of course but like yeah that's not what i remember yeah i'm i remember the good stuff i think a lot of the naysayers would say well that's not reality it wasn't that great you just don't are you choosing not to remember it you're looking at it with rose-colored glasses right but i would say no you're removed from it now and now you you're looking back on it and it was reality you just at the time you weren't able to appreciate it because yeah. you were you were so obsessed with because maybe in the moment you were just obsessed about the negative things that are around you yeah so you don't appreciate the good things right and then once you remove from it you do appreciate the good things but that doesn't make them any less real. Right. You know? Well, and, and the bad things you realize aren't as impactful as they were then. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was stressed about getting into schools and stuff. That is so minuscule now at this point. Like, right. no, I'm, I'm, you know, graduated from school. I, I did all that. Like, yeah. That, why was I stressed about that in the first yeah. place? It all worked out. I, went, I know. You know, I went to a big school. I could have easily, if I didn't get into the school of my dreams, I would have gone to a different school and been in, the same scenario as half my friends. Like yeah. we all went to different schools. We all basically do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Like we're all living the same life together. Now it's like the path to this current situation. You can take a ton of different ways. Yeah. No matter what, what it was that happened. Yeah. What, one thing I've really been amazed at too, reflecting on, on where I've gotten and looking back at times where I've been really worried about things or wondering, Oh, like here's, here's what I would like to do with my life. I don't know if that'll happen. It seems unrealistic. It seems like any goal I've ever set and actually worked towards, it's, it's always worked out. Every time I've ever set my mind to something and tried to do something, it has always worked out. Even though at the time it, you always seem worried about it. Yeah. And then where I am now, you look back and it's like, wow, how did that all just happen to work out? Like yeah. for, for a long time, it seemed like a long shot. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. Do you think it's, do you think it's healthy then to put those pressures on yourself? To, to achieve those goals yeah you have to i think it is too i think a lot of people would say that you know you shouldn't put so much pressure on yourself but i think that sometimes that pressure is good that that's a motivator to you know you don't want to be you don't want to be stagnant in whatever you're doing and the internal pressures you put on yourself i i think within moderation you got to be able to understand i think with growth you understand your own limits better and you know how much pressure you can apply to yourself but yeah you know but then there's things I failed at too, you know, like, fuck, I was shitty at baseball. 
Yeah. <laughs> and I would love to be good at baseball. Yeah. But did you really fully 100% apply yourself to be good at it? Uh, I think I, I think I, I did, but I, I think I had some mental blocks and I think that, you know, just some people aren't cut out for certain things. I don't think I was cut out to be a good baseball player. I think yeah. I had physical limitations. I had, you know, I could have had as much heart as I wanted, but yeah, you know, I was, maybe I was a five, 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 95 pound kid trying to play football with 250 pound men in high school. <laughs> you know, sometimes you can have the biggest heart out there, but you're going to get fucked. Yeah, but, that's true. But then I you guess. got Wes Welker and you know, he, he proved you could have been wrong, him. So, but here's the thing. If you would have applied yourself back then and said, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to hit the gym. I'm going to get bigger. And this is what I want to do. I think you would have been able to do it and you would have been fine. If you really choose to do something and follow it through, I think you can, you can do anything you set your mind to. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I didn't really want it as bad as, as I thought I did at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, fuck, could you imagine if I was just some meathead football player now? Jesus. Yeah, that's definitely not who you I, are. I, I, I took the right path. That's all I have to say about that. Um, and so I think to summarize, I would say the majority of people don't have the capacity to appreciate reality for what it is at the time. And that's why when you look back, uh, on the past or nostalgically, I think then you're like truly able to appreciate it for what it is, you know, unless, I don't know, unless you're some like yogi and are just in some meditative state and don't worry about things, then you can maybe truly appreciate the present for what it is. But I think most people don't don't have that capacity. Yeah, just continue to real or the the realization that what you're experiencing now, you're most likely only going to remember the good times. I think True. Is, is what it all comes there you go, to. and there is your Speaking life. Of good times. Oh yeah, good transition. <laughs> Speaking of good times, um, November twenty second, nineteen sixty three. John F. Kennedy. Governor Connolly, Jackie Kennedy are arriving in the motorcade in Dallas, Texas, right? Yep. They take a turn onto, do we know the street? Some street. <laughs> Driving down in that, that, corp, that, uh, that convertible car. That convertible car, which is... Assuming it must be a Lincoln. Cause it, yeah, it was the Lincoln Town car. That's what it was. But now, looking back on that, how crazy is it that they had a president just open air driving through a, a crowded city with no protection? Just They don't do that anymore, do they? Fuck no. Did they, they do... Was that a common thing before that, or was that just kind been. of a one-off? Must have been. I, I don't know. Well, like, so... When I was in... When I was in D.C., um... I was at the White House. We were, we were doing a tour or whatever, and and on our tour bus, um, as we were like driving down the street, the someone motor, shot at you. No, the motorcade ripped in the presidential motorcade. Oh, now they're in like black armored. Well, SUVs and it's like and it's stuff. like six, five to six black armored SUVs. They all look identical, and they switch up which one the president's in yeah. every single time. So you know, I mean, I know that the president drove by mm-hmm. but i have no idea which one it was or or yeah. even if it was if he was in there they do all kinds of trickery and stuff these days but that's crazy thinking about how they're transported now compared to back then yeah i mean who was it was it a game time decision to get him in that corvette or in that convertible you know who who wanted him in an open top yeah, car was it just know. because he's a person of the people and you wanted to wave it well, yeah, that was the thing was that it was supposed to be a parade where he was going to sure. drive down and wave. But I, I guess my question is how common was that? Like, like was that something that presidents did a lot? Was If they were in a city, they would do a big, you know, drive-by parade thing, whatever? Yeah. 
I don't know. But regardless, so they're in the convertible. They take a turn onto whatever the hell street. They pass the Texas Cool Book Depository. They turn Mm -hmm. slight. I think it's probably the angle ends up being about 45 degrees. They go down a slight hill. Dealey Plaza's on the right. And then three shots are fired from the Texas School Book Depository. Sixth floor. Sixth floor. All three shots came from the same window. One of them <clears throat> one of them hit Governor Connolly, correct? Yep. yep. And then another one, or the other two, I think one hit Kennedy. Yep. One hit Kennedy in the back, and he like seized up. If you look at the Zapruder film, you can see it. He, his arms like seize up because yeah. I think it hit him in the spine. Yep. Similar to Tua. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys have seen Tua trying to bring in some magic or something. I don't know what he was doing. Casting spells. <laughs> he was doing something. Pretty much the exact same thing same happened thing. to Kennedy. And then the third shot goes and it blasts his head open. His brain spill all over yeah, and bone Jackie fragments. Kennedy's holding holding his head. Holding his head. And uh, from the reports I, that I was reading, supposedly Jackie Kennedy like scooped up his brain and like tried to put it together back in his head. Right. And was like trying to hold his head together. Well, she's and, like, a witch. So. And trying to like talk to him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't You're know. Okay. I, like, it's like, okay. Thinking about that now, it's yeah, crazy. Well, but I mean, I don't do? know. I I would probably do the same yeah, thing. Yeah. What the hell would you do? I mean, like that's such fuck. a freaky thing. Yeah. Scooping up your loved one's brains and they're like, you know, you're still fine. You're good. Just keep breathing. Ooh. God, I don't know. Yeah. That's. The, she's the real victim in this story. Yeah. What a so woman. so then essentially what happens from there? All the witnesses are 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 wondering where the shots came from. Some of them, there's many, many witnesses that say they've heard shots from all over. A lot of them say they heard them from, from Dealey Plaza or uh, or the Grassy Knoll, which is to the right of where he got shot from. The Texas School Book Depository is the rear, so that's why you see him getting shot from the back, supposedly. And um, from there, the narrative is that Oswald flees the building. Yep. He ditches his rifle on the same floor. He doesn't. He doesn't flee the building. He flees the floor. Oh, he flees the f- flees the floor. Yep. But then I remember reading something where he ended up crossing police officers at the well, uh, on like the second floors. He was going down the stairs. Yeah. So he had a pistol with him too, because he ends up shooting a cop as well. Oh, and he then, did. Yeah. He he shoots a cop and then was apprehended in the basement of the of the school i from what i understand. is that right i thought he i thought he ended up passing cops on the stairwell down they didn't suspect anything of him and then because i know that's not right because i know they found him at a theater in Dallas oh, okay. after remember they, that? they found yeah they found him something somehow i don't exactly know what what happened but he shot a cop for sure mm-hmm. with his with his pistol um and they apprehended him alive Okay. And so they Oh, was, no, what happened was I think he was at the theater and when they went to go down to, to get him at the theater, that's when he shot the cop and then they okay. apprehended him. Okay. Yeah, but so they had they had Oswald in custody, they had Kennedy in the hospital and they were already swearing swearing in Lyndon B. Johnson. No one knew at the time that Kennedy was dead, but I mean, I think he was I think he was dead on arrival. Right. I mean, there was no way that he survived any amount of time in that motorcade. Right, but I, most of America obviously didn't see the Zapruder film because back then you had to actually develop the film and stuff. And right, probably there was no weeks. live stream of, of this. So I guess all they heard was that the president had been shot, and yep. anyone that was there obviously saw that his brain got blasted open. Even yeah. even in that situation, you probably didn't quite fully well, 
because there had been some other assassination attempts prior to that, like FDR. Was he before or after? He was after. FDR was before. He was before. So FDR got shot as well, but did not die. So people are thinking... You FDR? Know, yeah, no, F- no, 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 not FDR. You're thinking Theodore Roosevelt. Because no, FDR sure. was the president during World War II. He was in the wheelchair. Yeah, that's why I said... I'm pretty Someone sure Someone tried was, to shoot him? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Shoot a, a freaking paraplegic? Yeah. Let no, me, let they me, wouldn't do that. Let me look, let me look, let me look. But anyways, yeah, so he so he was had to be dead in the hospital. They were swearing yeah. in Mr. Johnson, Mr. Lame Duck. Um yeah, and and the country was kind of waiting to see right. what the fuck was going on, what the news out of the hospital was gonna Meanwhile, be. Meanwhile, Lyndon B. Johnson's got a big smirk on his face. Yeah, that bastard. The FBI's asking, Why are you smiling? And uh well, we'll we'll get into that a little later. Um yeah, we just want to give you the, the actual facts of the case currently. 1933, February 15th, days before Roosevelt's inauguration, during a night speech by Roosevelt in Miami, Florida, Zangara fired five shots with a handgun he purchased a couple days before. He missed his target and instead injured five bystanders and killed some guy. But yeah, he definitely What year tried. was this? Uh, 33. So oh. 30 years prior to, to the JFK assassination, someone tried to kill FDR. It sounds like it was before he was even president, though. Or maybe, I mean, god no. damn, he served three terms, so. Yeah, he did. So 33, I, I guess he probably would have. So three terms would be 12 so years. Be, yeah, well, he, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't fully serve all 12, though. Right. I don't think he made it through his yeah, third he died. one. So 4, 8, so it had been 37, 42, Well, 41. Truman took over, I think, in 44. Well, so he would have he would have been president in 34, and then to 38, and then to 42, his, his next... His third term would have started in 42, which would have been right in the middle of the war. And so he took over that third term, but then he died, I think, two years in. And in 44, uh, Harry Truman took over. Yep. And then that's when, and then after Harry Truman came in, that's when we joined the war. No. What? Well, we joined in 1941, Pearl Harbor. Oh, that's right. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) God. Right. So you're probably thinking of... um, like D-Day, because that was in 44. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, regardless, this is and not relevant. You, not, not relevant to JFK. Either way, the, the country's in mourning now at this point, and they're trying to figure out who done it. Who done it. And then, so the government uh, gets together a task force, right, called the Warren Commission. Yep. They're sent to investigate the shooting. Yep. Um. And basically what they conclude is what we said was that three three shots were fired all from the Texas School Book Depository. Oswald is the lone gunman and he's guilty. Yep. Now is that true? We're going to plant some seeds into your mind to make you question whether or not it is. They also they the the Warren Commission also concluded that he was solo, just a deranged individual acting on his own accord and ended up doing it. There was no ulterior motives, no third party presence completely solo on his own there's just a lot of a lot of stuff a lot of things that don't quite add up necessarily about why that may not be the case a lot of evidence and relevant to us currently um we're supposed to have some documents about the jfk assassination that were supposed to have been released in 2017 yes donnie pushed back that timeline a bit then he pushed it back again then he left office now Sleepy Joe, Joey B, is supposed to be releasing those documents any day now. Joey B. And he also has pushed back that timeline. Yes, and I just saw a headline that 
Biden is getting sued Correct. because he did not release the JFK documents. Correct. So what they claim it's because national security practices, there's still people alive that are in that are named in the report and named in the investigation, or there are direct ancestors to those people and they don't want to put any public at risk of anything, which is why they have not released any of those documents. Some people, a lot of people, call bullshit on that, and they say that they're claiming that they're covering something up still. So, yeah, it's just feeding into the conspiracy. One of the biggest conspiracies of all time, really, in, in American history. Um, I think it. I think it's probably the second biggest. I think number one is still nine eleven. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Because not only did one man get killed, but hundreds of Americans and were killed. women. That's the part that people forget. And women. Yeah. But Children, maybe. Could have been. Could have been. And two pilots. Four pilots. Yeah. American pilots or yeah, Saudi yeah. pilots? No, no. Saudi. Was it the Saudis? That's that's a topic for another day. Come <laughs> back come back later and we'll talk about 9-11. <laughs> our favorite conspiracy to talk about as, as evident of our, of our post-podcast. Yeah. But anyways, there's a couple of theories as to what, what actually happened. Maybe some ulterior motives, some couple parties um, of why they may have wanted to have JFK assassinated. I think the first one that I would like to touch on, the one that I don't necessarily think is, um, you know, there, there's a couple that have a little bit more evidence for them. I'll, I'll kind of talk about the one that I think may be the most plausible at the end. But the first one, um, so this was during the time, if, you know, take yourself back to this time frame here, we're in the middle of the Cold War. There's influence with Russia. We're, we're battling head-to-head with Russia. Um, and recently, um you know, we've got Cuba in the news, aiding Russia, bringing in missiles to Cuba that can strike the United States. Of course, mm-hmm. nowadays, it seems weird because we, we have inter- intercontinental ballistic missiles that can reach anywhere in the globe within seconds, wherever we want. That's why right. that's why we so, don't have wars these days is because we can eliminate the enemy, entirely wipe them off the face of the earth within right. seconds. We're so kind of I, in a, a standoff. Yeah. And so I guess the thing was, right, setting the stage back in the Cold War was that Cuba was communist, Russia was communist, or I guess it was the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union was they sent missiles to Cuba to Cuba to be set up to be strike to be in, within striking range of the United States. Okay, and so the Cuban Missile Crisis. Crisis. Just a quick synopsis of that is we are in a standoff with them, knowing full well that they have the capabilities of striking us. We are now at a disadvantage, allegedly that we cannot strike Russia back because we're in America we're and we're too far. Well, Alaska of, could reach. I one. mean, Alaska could reach. Obviously, we've got in the Bering Sea, you know, we've got subs in the Arctic oh, Sea. Yeah. We've got nuclear subs. I mean, the technology that you see nowadays that's coming out, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we've got these nuclear subs. They've got ballistic. We had all that shit back then. We spend so? We spend so much money on defense. It's got to go somewhere. We're not just you know, arming the, the ground troops. We're, we're creating some of the most advanced yeah. military and technology, technological advances in the world. I'm sure that it was all a, you know... You're probably right. If you think if the Russians back then, their greatest weapon was sending nukes close to us in Cuba, and then you look where they are now militarily, and they can't even beat Ukraine. Yeah. Think about how advanced we must have been yeah. compared to them back yeah. then. I mean, come on. So, so anyways, the, the Cuban Municipal Crisis, JFK, um, we, we had a big old cold standoff, you know, and eventually we successfully got the removal of the nuclear warheads from Cuba. We were successful in 
signing the is that the, the the that that treaty where we all claim that we were going to reduce our nuclear load and you know we had a an agreement on mutually agreed destruction and we we started reducing our missiles did that all come from the music cuban missile crisis mm, i'm not sure so whatever whatever the case is the tensions were were no longer we and and with that then the cuban missile crisis had ended and um and then Fidel Castro comes into power in Cuba, who is a a fascist, you know, communist leader that then people were not happy with um, doing bad things in Cuba, you know. And right. so, so people were not happy with Fidel Castro. The, the U.S. government did not like Fidel Castro. They wanted him out. Um, and so we, we attempted to take out fidel castro bay of many pigs, times right? bay of pigs was one of the items and we that was a failed mission yeah we were, we were unsuccessful in that well he actually had a body double right remember black ops one that's right <laughs> yeah black ops one i mean all of the history we're hearing we're not going to say the only thing we're talking on is the missions in black ops one but <laughs> we, we don't like to read so we're, we're more visual learners and that's really our only context for this is black ops one yeah so. yeah so so essentially what happens then is um, you know, Fidel Castro is still in power. A lot of people don't like, there's a lot of anti-fascist, anti-Cuba groups in America that are pissed at the United States government for not taking out Cuba. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of pro-Cubans who are pissed because, um, they tried to assassinate, uh, Castro in the yeah. first place. Mm-hmm. So there's people pissed on both sides from that standpoint. And then, so those are kind of the two that I would want to talk about first. Is that I think know, it's also the motivations to, behind those two groups. I believe, I believe I read somewhere, learned about it back in history class that didn't JFK oppose Bay of Pigs, and he felt pressured by his mili- the, his military officials to continue that mission. That that I that I don't know, because one of the big things I th- that this conspiracy relates back to was that um, a lot of the conflicts and wars we got involved with at the time involved in at the time jfk was against um whether it be you know the cold war with russia um the bay of pigs the whole thing going on in cuba but then also the vietnam war um i remember reading one time that one of the big reasons why people think kennedy was killed was because he opposed those things sure i mean that that would check out um yeah, so so Bay of Pigs fails. We we fail to take out the air bases and the Cuban, you know, the the Cuban military. Now we've made an enemy out of them. Uh, it turns out actually, based on this reading, that the the Cuban Missile Crisis was after that. So we make an enemy out of Castro by trying to invade his land and dethrone him from his mm. from his palace in Cuba, and then he gets in bed with the Russians because he's pissed at us. So people are mad at at Kennedy because we didn't kill Castro. People are mad at Kennedy because we tried to kill Castro, um, and then so that's that's kind of some of the evidence around why there was some anti-fascist groups. They think is is kind of the number two theory as to who would have killed Kennedy. They they were mad that he wasn't you know he took sole responsibility for the failure of Bay of Pigs, and they wanted some punishment for that. You know, innocent people died. There was there was death and casualty there. We lost military members, and people wanted someone to be more responsible than just a. I'm sorry, you know, we'll get him next time type of thing. So mm-hmm. that was one of the one of the theories around who could have killed Kennedy. Now, I guess maybe we should talk a little bit more about 
why there's even conspiracies in the first place. You know, the the three shots and right. you know a dead president seems like you know, and a guy with a gun in a in a in a six story window seems like a pretty cut and dry case until you start to bring in some of the evidence of yeah some of the other aspects. I, I think the main um, the main reason why you would begin to question is that I think it's like fifty. 57% of the witnesses there on the scene said that they heard shots or saw shots from various parts amongst Dealey Plaza. A lot of people said they saw shots um, on the grassy knoll. There's a few people that said they saw shots come from like sewer drains on the road. Um, and I guess it's it's easy to discredit. I mean, I guess the, the sound of a gun kind of echoes, so I guess it I don't know. You could discredit where people are saying, "Oh, I heard a shot here, I saw a shot here." Um but there I just think there's overwhelmingly too many people that that agree that they saw shots come from different locations right. other than the Texas School Book Depository. And then you've got the bombshell so so one thing we haven't touched on yet either is there was a house committee that was created to reinvestigate the assassination attempt in Let's say the seventies or something like that. After the Warren Commission. After the Warren Commission, there was another there was another group tasked with with taking a little bit more interest in the uh, in the assassination itself, um, and their findings basically created all of the all of the conspiracy around it because um, basically what what they had said was that um, that there was conspiracy and that there was more than three shots and that they they found that it was not just um oswald acting alone that there was Mm. there was more than just there was more than just um yeah so the cia um so the uproar uh so i'm I'm just going to read an article here some straight out of here so these are their words not mine um so an uproar generated by the american public's responses to a film um, that the CIA had withheld pertinent information from the Warren Commission. So the commission that was created to investigate originally, they're saying that there was misheld information. So in 1976, the House Select Committee on Assassinations was was created or called in to investigate not only the assassination of, of John F. Kennedy, but they also investigated the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. Um and so the HSCA's finding were largely in line with those of the Warren Commission, um, including the conclusion that a shot by Oswald had killed the president. So they agree that Oswald was the killer. Um, it, it was that they had a bombshell revelation that a audio recording from a Dallas motorcycle policeman's microphone uh, provided that there was not three but four shots fired. Four shots, and only and they concluded that three of them came from Oswald, and one was not. So another shooter, a fourth shooter, shot a miss, was thought to have come from none other than the Grassy Knoll, and so mm. that started the Grassy Knoll conspiracy, which is which is you know other than as we mentioned nine eleven, the Grassy Knoll conspiracy is probably one of the most talked about, investigated you know conspiracies of all time where what who is this fourth the second shooter because it's now almost confirmed by a house select committee that there was a second shooter and right. so you know but and, they kind of brushed that under the rug they like like even though the house committee confirmed that yeah why why do we trust the warren commission's report over that right 
and and allegedly the the, the house committee's um, investigation was privy to more information because they claimed the CIA had withheld information from the Warren Commission. Mm. And so theoretically, they had more information that they could come to conclusion with. And for the most part, they agreed with them saying that it was, which is weird too. So so some of the bigger conspiracies too is, you know, if you watch the video of President Kennedy being shot, his head does not get flown forward as you would think someone who's shot in the back of the head would yeah his head falls backwards backwards. yeah so if if he's killed upon impact of a bullet to the back of the head i'm i would imagine his head would lump forward and land face down he would fall forward that's a lot of force but instead it falls backwards and he falls over onto jackie's Mm -hmm. jackie's shoulder so you know the house the the committee claimed that it was it was a a shot from Oswald from behind that killed him. But, you know, there's a lot of conspiracy out there as to how, you know, where else could this shot have come from if, if he had fallen forward instead of backwards. Right. There's that. And then there's also the magic bullet theory too, because governor Conley was shot as well. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Where basically the angle at which Conley was shot out at many experts have concluded that it could not have come from the Texas school book depository. Sure. Um, and I think what the Warren commission concluded was that, supposedly the bullet came they said the bullet came from the texas school book depository um and that it ricocheted or no that it went in kennedy and then ricocheted and and because it's the same bullet that hit kennedy in the spine is the the same one that they say hit ricocheted and then hit conley which was he was sitting like a couple feet away at like a 45 degree angle sure and so they were saying it like ricocheted off of kennedy's bone somehow and then shot out and hit conley um but a lot of the, like marksman experts say that no, there's no way that could have happened. It had to have come from a separate location. To sure. Conley. Yeah. So so there's all there's all of that just basically perfect scenario that would have to occur for for two people to have died in that situation with it just being one shooter, three shots. Yeah. Um. So getting into a little bit more of the you know the well, go for it. Okay, I was going to say, too, one of the weird things, too, it's not off topic, but it's a continuation, is that, so obviously once Oswald was was going to trial, Jack Ruby shoots him. A random guy walks up and puts a gun in his chest and shoots him cold dead. Right, and and that is something that... Why the hell, why would someone do that? And so I have, you know, kind of into... We're we're telling the story here in in parts, but that that feeds into the the end game scenario that I that I believe or I don't believe it, but you know okay. that that comes into everything. This guy allegedly the reason he he shot him was that he just felt so compelled by this assassination. He was so enraged by the killing of his president that he just con- felt compelled to to shoot Oswald. And so we never got a trial for Oswald. And then. Um, of course, Jack Ruby was also to be on tri- put on trial then for the death penalty for killing Oswald, mm-hmm. and he dies of a pulmonary embolism. Mm, so now we have the only two people that yeah. killed anyone allegedly have now died. You know, one died of a gunshot wound from a from a, a another assassin basically, yeah. and then he dies of a pulmonary embolism allegedly from cancer. It's amazing how when any any time in history when the shady stuff takes place, anyone that has the power and ability to speak up about it, they just disappear. They get yeah. killed before their I trial. Mean, open open your eyes, people. We just saw it with with Jeff. Yeah, too, that's what I mean. You know? Epstein. I mean Epstein yeah. 
uh, you know, he allegedly killed himself in prison. Every time that there's there's powerful people in play that or allegedly powerful people uh, involved, everybody ends up dead. Okay. With that being said, uh, let's hear your theory on on what yeah. happened. Yeah. So so what happens next is that you, and this is kind of the the one theory I think that has maybe the most merit. You know, you've got the you've got the anti-fascists and the fascists that wanted um they wanted Castro dead and they didn't want Castro dead. Fidel Castro at the time had said there's no way that we would have ordered this hit on Kennedy. That would have been, you know, killing a US president. Everyone knows that the United States is the most powerful nation in the world. If you directly claim that you attempted assassination on the most high, highest degree member of society in the United States, that, I mean, that's a death sentence. You're, you're public enemy number one immediately. That is you're signing your death warrant. So he said it would be illogical for us to do that. Kucherov said the exact same thing. It wasn't Russia because they know that that would have just ended things right there. It would have been all-out war. What I think is the most plausible one is is organized crime and the mafia. Mm. So with Fidel Castro being in in play in Cuba, that cut down on a bunch of the... Um, the drug trafficking and the, and the uh, the ability for the the mafia and and organized crime to make money in America, it directly influenced their paydays, um, and they were very much big proponents of getting rid of Castro in Cuba, and so what what people think happened is that um, they organized the hit on on Kennedy in order to stop him because Lyndon B Johnson was a much more would have been more apt to expel in and be in ties with the mafia mm. um, or easily manipulated yeah or yeah. past policy in their interest yeah there's there's also some some conspiracy out there that it was Lyndon B Johnson himself that that wanted, had the gun well not that no. had the gun but wanted wanted Kennedy dead um and there's actually a woman who came out uh her name was Magdalene that came out and said that she was a mistress of Lyndon B. Johnson and that there was some closed-door meetings between him and Richard Nixon and some other individuals um, before the night of the assassination, basically as like a, she had said that she had witnessed some some um, some closed-door discussions. Some She saw visually upset Lyndon B. Johnson um, after these meetings. Basically, they were determining whether or not to assassinate the president and this meeting that happened prior to the assassination itself was basically a, are we really going to do this meeting? Mm. Um, a lot of that has been dispelled now that her, her testimony has basically been proven false really? because yeah, because Nixon was spotted and confirmed to be in different locations and where she said he was. Ah. So a lot of that has just been, you know, she was just looking for her payday, yeah. but that definitely is out there as well. But so back to the organized crime item, um, Jack Ruby was a, a known criminal he was he was involved in organized crime. People didn't he own a like a strip, strip club? club. Yeah, yep, okay. he was a strip club owner, and allegedly, according to some some newfound testimony, now the day of the assassination, he called a guy by the name of Bob, um, and I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name. You can look it up, um, but he called a guy of, named Bob and told him, "Are you ready to see some fireworks?" And so he was then present for the assassination of JFK um, and then obviously eventually went out and killed the only other person who knew the motive behind the assassination, which would have been Oswald himself. So the theory is that the organized crime, they they either used 
they had some beef on Oswald himself to get him to pull the trigger, or this also opens the door for that he was killed by someone else, and they just Oswald is in the wrong place at the wrong time, and they put him up in the building, and then they used Ruby as the guy to get rid of him so he couldn't say anything. Um, so Oswald, when he gave himself up, he told police officers that he's not resisting arrest. He's not resisting arrest. He basically fully surrendered, no contest, turned himself in. I mean, typically, nowadays, anyone that shoots someone, they are very quick to go either death by, you know, suicide by cops yeah. or they kill themselves, whatever it was. Nope, not Oswald. He he fully gave himself up, let himself be arrested. You mean Ruby? No, Oswald. Oh, Oswald did? Oswald fully oh. gave himself up to the police after his initial you know well didn't he say so wasn't there an interview right when he got arrested where there's a i remember hearing an audio clip where he says i didn't do this i'm a patsy i'm innocent i'm innocent like he was and it, honestly i remember hearing that and it's like god he sounds like really genuine yeah so he was very scared and and terrified and there's a there's a, a an informant and so the guy who he called i don't know if he was an informant but somehow this guy that he called for whatever reason was an FBI informant, and he immediately called his handler and told the FBI that, hey, this guy called me and said this, um, said this about, you know, he said, that, are you ready to see some fireworks today? And, and so that in itself is, is suspect. Um, but he was involved in organized crime, and, and so um, that is why, you know, they think that the mafia was involved in that. Another reason why the mafia could be involved is because JFK's brother had a very strict like policy and was very um very involved in getting rid of organized crime he was like starting up a commission and getting ready to go heavy in on organized crime to get rid of it entirely obviously if you're involved in organized crime you know that is not good for business to have a direct opposition from the federal government kennedy um kennedy's brother was was oh, leading what, this what, what was kennedy's stance on on um the mafia and it was was he cracking down on it hard at the time ah uh, i don't specifically know i don't know i mean there's so many things that he's doing as president and and he obviously obviously with uh with the president they they're leading a lot of things um so just just a little bit of backstory in the, in the podcast here we we watch listen we record this during football and uh <laughs> I'm, we're not gonna we're not gonna out ourselves as to when we record this but somebody just through a second pick six in the game so it, within like minutes um but anyways so they uh <laughs> they organized crime is is i think would definitely have some motive to get rid of him especially with you know him failing the the cuban missile crisis or the failing the bay of pigs keeping fidel castro in in power which is directly inhibiting their their business that ticks them off in the first place hmm. and then now they've got this commission and these goals set out to completely abolished organized crime altogether and that's just bad for business and now you've got oswald who claims he's innocent gives himself up willingly and then ruby who says ready for some fireworks shoots oswald to get rid of that witness and then somehow dies of a pulmonary artery uh, and or pulmonary uh, aneurysm an, uh no pulmonary um but blood clot in his lungs <laughs> um before he can go to trial and before yeah. he can be put on the stand. Yeah. Interesting. So that's your theory is that it was mafia was behind it. Yeah. Organized crime. Well, okay. So, but, uh, but they didn't hire Oswald. They had nothing to do with Oswald. Oswald. You think Oswald is, is completely innocent. 
Um, so that that would bring into that would that would obviously need then to to bring in multiple shooters. Now, who's the shooter? Yeah. Because if if I, Oswald's not gonna say he's innocent if he was the one up there with the gun and shot him, you know, then yeah. he's not innocent. Even if he said, "Well, I was put up to it. They had dirt on me." Blah blah blah. You can't just can't just be innocent in that you you, right, you shot the president right, right, so if right. he's claiming he's completely innocent um but of course then too you know of course the uh the cia releases some photographs of oswald and there's pictures that he took of himself with the with the weapon that yeah, he signed to house. my dear friend george you know with the weapon that allegedly was used to kill kennedy um so there's and, and there was a lot of people who thought that 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 picture was faked um and that it was created by the cia in general i i, that, I touched on that in our last episode where they then proved yeah. that it was real go back and listen to that if you're un- unfamiliar. yeah unfamiliar with that portion of the of the story but yeah so okay that's so that's the, the big conspiracy organized crime wanted kennedy dead yep interesting well my theory is not i mean there's some similarities i i suppose but um my big theory on this is that I think the CIA wanted him dead. I think overall, I think the CIA runs our government and our foreign relations. And I think the CIA intentionally tries to keep us in wars because it's profitable. Wars are profitable. Endless wars are very profitable, right? Yep. Um, and I'm currently reading a book called... Um, the devil's chessboard and I, and, and it does get into the JFK assassination. I'm not that far yet. Um, but the part I am at was they talk about how involved the CIA was in world war two and how, um, particularly Alan Dulles, he was, um, a member of the C he was an agent in the CIA. And then he, he ultimately became the director of the CIA during, um, the Kennedy administration. Um, so that part actually should be pretty good. I should have read it before this, but, um, <laughs> but meanwhile, when he was an Again. agent in the CIA, he was in cahoots with the Germans during world war two. He was good friends with many of them. And he is, while being a member of the United States central intelligence agency was responsible for getting many, many of the Nazis, um, off trial during the Nuremberg trials. And he's, he's found asylum for them and freedom. Um, and the reason I say that was because or the reason I, I'm mentioning this is because the CIA is in cahoots with our enemies that will, we think as citizens are our enemies. Sure. Um, so it's in their best interest for our enemies to essentially not get harmed and to, to pursue perpetual war because it's profitable for the big defense companies. I mean, you make billions, billions of dollars off. Yeah. War, I mean, right? our, our number one, everyone's taxes. The number one thing it goes to is the defense budget. Yeah. It's it's I mean when you think about it it's got to be the easiest way to make money. Yeah, you you create panic, make people scared and then you give yeah. them buy-in that the America's, you know, to stay the most powerful country, you know, get get that red-blooded Americanness right. back into us, you know, I, I I believe in defending our turf. We need to spend this money. This is good money to spend. Exactly. It's an easy job. They exactly. And so paychecks. that was the narrative at the time, right? With the Cubans becoming powerful, they're communist. Yep. With the Russians becoming powerful and they're communist, right? The big thing at the time was the Red Scare. We need to fight communism. Mm-hmm. And that's ultimately why we, we started the Vietnam War Yep. as well. So there you have three fronts, right? Russia, Cuba, and Vietnam. Basically, the whole, the whole threat and... American fear of communism, quote unquote, right, mainly perpetuated by the CIA. Meanwhile, that stuff is going on, but Kennedy himself is in opposition 
to those wars, right? He openly spoke out against we shouldn't we shouldn't have done the Bay of Pigs, we shouldn't have entered the Vietnam War, um, and I think ultimately the CIA wanted Kennedy killed because he opposed their plan. So I think now I don't think Oswald was innocent. I think Oswald was one of maybe I don't know six or seven gunmen. Um, so I think, I think the CIA came up with this plan, right? They planted Oswald as one of the gunmen in the Texas school book depository. They planted some other gunmen, a couple of one by the grassy knoll. They had some in like sewer grates and stuff. So I think they planned multiple gunmen and because Kennedy opposed what they had in mind, they wanted him dead. And I think multiple people took shots. I think Oswald took a shot. And I think Oswald knew that his shot didn't hit Kennedy. And I think that's why he um, tried to kind of, he had like a cop out. And that's why he said, I didn't do it. Meanwhile, he did shoot, but I think he knows his shot was not the one that killed him. Um, now, where the other gunmen were, I don't know. But ultimately, I think it was a, a an effort by the CIA and even maybe the mob. Um, if Kennedy opposed, well, I mean, because the CIA has so many resources, they can they can right. incentivize. If you don't the think mob the CIA to, is already in ties with the mob, then yeah, crazy, I mean, like, right? yeah, they they can incentivize the mob to, hey, y- we we can't be involved in this. We need you through whatever back channel dealings. We're gonna look the other way for certain things. Whatever you need to do, just get this done. Hire, you know, you have unexpendable resources at this point. Right, you know. We'll right. give you whatever you need to make this happen, but it needs to happen. Yeah. They can so I th- have the mafia be their, their fall guys in at yeah. that point too. Whether it's the mafia, um, <clears throat> the Soviet. I mean, I don't know that necessarily the CIA was in ties with the Soviets, um, but I think they wanted war so that it's – because I said it's profitable, right? Um, so I think they basically set this up to kill Kennedy because he opposed that their overall mission. And, and he does have ultimate authority on – declaring war right that's that's yeah. he's the he's the commander of so the it's, watch. it's it's in their best interest if kennedy's dead so ultimately they they got five or six gunmen i don't know how they necessarily found them um like background on oswald he was visiting the the uh soviet embassy in mexico so maybe he was and the cuban embassy right so maybe they found some people that were had communist ties or um yeah well and and the fun thing about that one too so they that i think him visiting that is more of a distracting get the heat off of anyone else and get it onto oswald because it is not a it is not it is a proven fact that uh, a person by the name of lee harvey oswald went to mexico city contacted the soviet embassy went to the cuban embassy had calls but that person was not the Lee Harvey Oswald that was apprehended and ultimately oh, really? chart. It was not. Mm. There is video recording of that person. There's voice recording of that person. There's photographs of that person. And they can unequivocally claim and, and confirm that it was not the Lee Harvey Oswald that did the shooting that was in those embassies. So for whatever reason, someone was there contacting under the name of Lee Harvey Oswald, hmm. but not the Lee Harvey Oswald that did the shooting. Then that is that is a fact. That is in the documented papers and everything. That is one of the things that so Lyndon B. Johnson actually came out and asked about it. Well, who, what, what are the, tell me about the connections between Lee Harvey Oswald and the embassies? And mm-hmm. the FBI told him that is true, 
but that was not this Lee Harvey Oswald. That was someone else weeks. And it was weeks before. I mean, we're not talking about like he did it a couple of years. This was like mm. weeks prior to the assassination. Someone was in Mexico City as Lee Harvey Oswald contacting the Soviets and the Cubans. We don't know what they talked about. We don't know what they did. But I mean, that to me is just a, well, look, this guy was con- contacting. He was trying to find asylum maybe, or, you know, they can pl- paint that however they want to. You know, he was looking for a way out after he did this. Hey, I'm going to do this act. Help me afterwards, you know, go full Edward Snowden. But hmm. you know. Interesting. I was going to say that, I guess I didn't know that that kind of opposes what I was going to say. I was going to say um, the CIA, I think, goes out and finds people that may be interested in what their goal is and they manipulate them to do things for them. Right. But um, I mean, kind I of think... similar to if you look at MKUltra, that's a whole different thing. Yeah. But they found subjects and yeah. manipulated them to do things for them, yeah. right? I'm, I think, I, th- I don't think it opposes your theory, though, because I think you can say that the CIA sent someone. I mean, who is this Lee? Har- what, what resources did he have back in the 60s to go to Mexico City? you know, just on a whim to go visit the embassies. I mean, the CIA could easily just call someone, hey, I need you to go to the embassies, tell them that you're Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. Go and say that you want to speak to the Cuban and the, and the Soviet embassies. Yeah. So now that places him there trying to gain asylum. And now flash forward two weeks later, he kills the president. And obviously, oh, well, look at that. Obviously, this is premeditated. He was mm-hmm. looking for asylum. Yeah. He had the gun pictures, blah, 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 whatever it is there's your fall guy. They can paint all that on him. Yeah. So it definitely could have all just been a setup. I mean, right. They didn't expect it to come out that it wasn't actually him. That was probably a, I mean, the FBI, the FBI and the, and the CAA don't always see eye to eye on things. So that could have yeah. been just a misstep on their part that maybe they have information as to. Yeah. I, I think the, the CIA goes out and finds people <clears throat> and manipulates them and then turns their back on them so they can have a cop out. Um, but I think overall, I think the CIA planted multiple gunmen. That's why you have all these bullet theories from different angles and stuff. Yep. Um, and ultimately, Kennedy opposed what they were their mission, what they were trying to do, and stood in their way from their power. So they had to get rid of them. I think it's I think it's really that simple. If you stand in the way of the CIA, yeah. Um, and even this book I'm reading, it basically conc- like the big the big uh, like message they're trying to convey is that the cia is really who runs our government and if you get in their way they'll just get rid of you yeah so so now in the 21st century in 2022 obviously now with all the ballistics and the advanced technology there's no way that the cia now is going to use an assassination as their way of getting rid of someone i think in this day and age social media information age you can get rid of someone just through cancel culture way easier right and so who's to yeah. say, you know, that the, I mean, I, I'm not going to say right or wrong, which way anything leans, but you look at from both sides of the aisle, you look at the entire, you know, you can call it witch hunts on both sides, the witch hunt for Hillary Clinton and her email scandals. That's an informational campaign to smear and get rid of someone in power there. You talk about mm-hmm. Joe Biden and his, uh, his son and all of his connections that he allegedly has to Ukraine and Russia and all of that information, then you look at Trump and now, you know, maybe these people who are opposing the the CIA or the internal government's agendas are now being, you know, cast aside and they need to just put out some information and and not necessarily physically assassinate them, but politically right. they've been assassinated. They, these days you don't have to actually kill people. Back right. then you did. That's why Kennedy's gone. But these days the if you need to get age. rid of someone, you just yeah. cancel them. Yeah. 
I mean, that's, yeah. that's as, as, it's as easy as that. I mean, yeah. there's no way that, you know, Donald Trump now is going to ever be able to run for president again. I don't, I mean, he'll try, but with oh. the amount of stuff that comes out now, there's, it, it, it's going to be a got lot. Su- dude, he's got such of a fall, fo- such a following that I think people, I mean, people are going to follow him and vote for him, but I think it's going to be a lot easier for Republicans these days to just go for someone who just believes in all of their rights and is or all of the things that they believe in and has none of that baggage. Yeah. Like the same thing that Trump believes in, but just without any of the other baggage that makes, you know, paints them in what they, what some people consider a bad light, just a, you know, a, a political figure that people can, you know, still believes in the same things, but not necessarily all the, the baggage that comes around with it. Yeah. I think, I think that the next, I think the the big the big political campaign next is going to be two people that they're going to try to dig up dirt on constantly, and it's just <laughs> going to be minor things that we're going to laugh at compared yeah. to you know the shit that they brought up in the twenty the twenty sixteen was ugly. Yeah, I mean like that was some hey, it's shit. Good, it's, it's good entertainment. It is good entertainment, but they I mean that that was a that was ruthless, and I think it's going to try to be the same thing going forward. But they think both sides of the aisle are going to realize that they got to put put somebody up that's a little bit more bulletproof i guess in a sense yeah so interesting well i hope you guys enjoyed our uh conspiracy social club um join us next week when we cover sandy hook <laughs> yeah we we've been we've been living <laughs> so our, our producer has told us that's the that's the one conspiracy we're not allowed to talk about from the grave yeah uh, we've been told that that's our conspiracy that's off limits but if uh if you did enjoy the little bit deeper dive into a specific conspiracy, you know, Let there's know. one you want to know more about or want us to do the research and tell you straight facts. We can play a video game to learn more about it. You yeah. know, whatever, whatever you want us to do. But yeah, yeah. no, this was kind of a juicy one. Um, we will probably do nine eleven at some point, but yeah. there's there's definitely some obscure ones. Yeah, that could be fun to do. I think uh, honestly, with JFK, we may be in a little bit over our heads since that's like. There's so there's, there's so so, so there's many too much to cover and, and, and yeah. so many theories. Maybe maybe we slim it down to one that's a little bit more digestible in a forty yeah. minute segment. But I mean, it's a good one to start with because it's it's probably one of the most prolific as we've mentioned. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I guess nothing left to do but go ahead and cue the music. Mm-hmm.